Hi, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. This is Yitz Epstein, your host. I want to thank you for joining me. Today, I'll be talking about the negative core beliefs. Negative core beliefs are created in childhood based on the way a child is treated. Um, a child who has loving, caring, and compassionate, empathic parents who are attuned to the child's needs will receive messages of safety, uh, good enough parenting, good enough care, and ultimately feel safe and good enough, feel worthy and feel loved. A child who is uh, has parents who are narcissistic, who are addicted, who are uh, cruel, abusive, will receive messages with each abuse and each abusive act that it becomes deeply ingrained in the psyche. This is called the negative core belief. These beliefs look something like, I am unworthy, I'm not good enough, I'm not you know, attractive enough, I'm not smart enough. Uh, the idea is that these messages, which are deeply rooted inside the psyche, are not necessarily just affirmations. They're actually deep uh, personality-based uh, created beliefs. And these beliefs are as strong and as powerful as the belief that the sun will come up tomorrow morning. Because ultimately, the reason I believe the sun will come up tomorrow morning is because it has. It continuously does. So therefore, I have a repeating proof that the sun will come up. Therefore, these core beliefs are very similar in the way that we are continuously treated a certain way. We build, build a belief. We, we confirm that belief. We start to identify with that and ultimately build a personality based on this belief system. So a child who has these core beliefs based on the negative treatment will become an adult that unless these core beliefs are challenged and ultimately dismantled, then it's going to dictate how, they, how the child acts because they will decision-making will be made based on the actions of, uh, I'm sorry, based on these beliefs because ultimately they will look for proof and what Freud calls, calls the, the proof theorem where they will look for proofs to match these core beliefs thinking that in fact everyone is just reacting to who they truly are. Uh, when in reality, these belief systems that got created uh, are dictating uh, the perceptions of others and themselves and ultimately the decision-making uh, and relationship habits and, and patterns of the individual later on in life. So these the uh, the deep messages, the I am worthless, I am ugly, I am shameful, um, when we when these core beliefs are had, which... Uh, which, like I said, they, they, they form the psyche. So the individual's personality, the way they see themselves, which is the way they're treated because they see themselves, they try to, at least they, that's the idea, they, they, tr they see themselves and treat themselves uh, the way they are treated and seen by mom and dad. That is the mirroring, that is the attunement of a parent. So ultimately, the deep messages that are received deep in the psyche uh, become very difficult to access uh, because they are they are in the unconscious, they're in the, the, the unawareness. So Oftentimes, well, I should say most of the time, if not all the time, what happens is, is that the child will grow up and try to make decisions and will be up against these core beliefs because they won't realize that a lot of the decision-making uh, that's being made is, is already being made by the core beliefs. The core beliefs are already making the decision. We call this the programming, the childhood programming. So the, the core belief systems, the, the reactions, the, the, the relationship patterns are the, the programming. And when there's trauma and abuse... The programming gets corrupted and ultimately creates a very dysfunctional and distorted sense of reality that the the child and now adult will have difficulty navigating life with because they will not be seeing reality through a perception of health and clarity and truth. They will be seeing it through falsehoods, cracked perceptions, and ultimately distortions that are not allowing the individual to see straight and see see the reality of the of the situation for what it is. This is often times why you see uh, victims of abuse do outrageous things and seemingly things that don't add up uh, because in reality they do add up. They add up to the core beliefs, the negative and false, dysfunctional, destructive core beliefs 
that are aligning with their reality that they're living in today. So when you when you when you see uh, an abuser, when you see a victim of abuse, there's a there's a certain unconscious and unseen dynamics that are being trans trans uh, trans I should say uh, that are being given over that um, that are the the, the deep hurtful messages. So continuous abuse tells a child you are worthy of being treated this way. Um, and therefore you need to, uh, take, you take, and of course, children take responsibility for, for everything that happens. They blame themselves. Children cannot blame parents. It's too scary. So they blame themselves. Children turn on themselves and treat themselves with disdain, uh, with, uh, extreme, uh, oftentimes criticism. So these core beliefs become an inner critic. Uh, they become a, a su- the super ego gets extremely uh, strong and ultimately becomes the, the negative messages received from the parent and then becomes the berating internal parent of the uh, of the of the victim, which is why you see victims very critical of themselves. They'll be self-hating. You know, oh, I shouldn't have done that. They'll be very. They'll be perfectionist because they'll be so. Uh, they'll be up against these these the parent the messages that are now lodged in the psyche and the super ego, ultimately becoming an abusive parent in their own head. Uh, you, with narcissistic abuse, the narcissist is is extremely self-abusive. But the pro, that what they do is the reason why they abuse others is because they're trying to they're trying to protect themselves against self-abuse. So they abuse others as a way of kind of turning the superego outward uh, and away from the from from themselves. You see, with healthy self-reflection, a person will be able to turn them, their inner critic, their self, their superego on themselves and say, hey, listen, I did something wrong and I can reflect. And the superego has a function of, of helping the individual navigate their, 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 their well-being. It, it serves to keep them in line, to keep them in check, to be able to say, listen, this is a, a, a something I did wrong and not necessarily beat the, beat the heck out of them. You know, this core, this, this inner critic doesn't have to be a cruel inner critic where it just berates at every mistake. In a healthy person, this inner critic serves to uh, to allow a person to get some some objective thinking and, and, and ultimately correct their behaviors and attitudes and, 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 and beliefs. But in the case of an of, of an inner critic that is corrupt um, within the narcissistic abuser, the narcissist the individual we call narcissist has a very injured ego. So therefore, the super ego is they, therefore they pull people into their experience to to boost up their ego because the super ego, which is the inner critic, is way loud and way abusive. So they're, they're looking to balance the corrupted ego uh, by having a balanced superego, but ultimately because the superego is so strong that the ego um, it gets destroyed um, because of the abuse, the sense of meanness, the sense of health, the sense of I am enough, good enough, the, that, that is the ego. A healthy ego would have a person believing and saying that to themselves in the case of a narcissist that is corrupted, and therefore the superego imbalance, the inner critic is so loud and, 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 and cruel, uh, which is why they pull victims in to soothe that, to defend against that, that mean inner, inner mommy and inner daddy uh, that, is, um, that is abusive. So you see how this plays out with, with, with narcissists, but it, it plays out with any abuse victim. Uh, it, it ultimately, when you have an unloving parent, when you have parents who are not attuned, who are not helping the child regulate their emotions by helping the child treat themselves well, uh, you'll see this self-abuse and you'll see this sense of, um, of self-destructive behavior where the child will turn on themselves and either become extremely critical of themselves or abusive towards others and extremely critical towards others, ultimately becoming uh, severely abusive, which is which is really the reason you see these repetition compulsions of abuse, the repetition of intergenerational abuse, because until we heal our programming, until we heal that, heal that inner critic, we are at the mercy of these 
negative messages. Um, and ultimately, we are compulsively repeating and, 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 and aligning our life with these negative core beliefs, creating a life, manifesting a life, living a life of, of abuse, whether it's self-abuse and we isolate so that other people don't come and, and make us feel bad or we enmesh with other people as codependents do um, to, uh, to, to kind of uh, soothe this aching inner critic or become narcissistic where it's where we just simply do not know what to do with our mind. Our mind becomes very chaotic and becomes a place, becomes a place of hell uh, with these negative messages. And we ultimately turn on other people uh, in a, in a compulsive repetition of our inner, of our, of our past abuse. So to heal, and this is one of the things we offer with the mind map system is we need to understand that your wounds of childhood led to negative feelings. And as a child, you identified with your feelings because children believe feelings. You know, you take a lollipop away from a child, they absolutely, it, it breaks their heart because they are identified with their feelings. Adults are able to disconnect and, and get some distance from their feelings. So in the case of, a, of uh, okay, so what happens is that you have this these feelings, which then become core beliefs because if a child feels negative, they will believe that this these feelings are real and therefore they will say to themselves, I am unworthy of feeling good. I am not worthy of feeling of being treated well, and therefore I am ugly, unworthy, unsuccessful, shameful, you name it. So so what we need to do is we need to dismantle these core beliefs. We need to challenge these core beliefs, not by looking in the mirror and having affirmations. That doesn't help. Not by talk therapy, but by doing the inner work, getting in touch with negative core beliefs, understanding that they're in your psyche. You have to slowly dismantle them. You can't just break them down. You can't fight them. You have to slowly heal your wounds and understand that your wounds, your reactions to those wounds, and then your core belief system is all in line. So we have to shift out of this negative mindset, a negative way of thinking, a negative belief system, and ultimately create a healthier paradigm. Uh, for details on the mind map system, uh, please reach out. I'd love to help uh, offer you guys a free PDF of Dr. Judy Rosenberg's book. She's the creator of the mind map system in which I work with. Uh, Please email me, yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com. I want to offer you a free PDF of that book, as well as some other information. Her website, psychologicalhealingcenter.com, will explain the mind map system. If you're interested in doing the mind map, it's a 10-session system, and it's a wonderful, wonderful system of helping you get in touch with your core beliefs, dismantling them, and healing them. Uh, So please do reach out. I I want to help you so that you can really live a life that's aligned with truths and not lies and not negative messages you receive from childhood. Uh, Healing is more than possible. I've seen it done. Uh, I've experienced it myself through this mind map system, very passionate about it. And I want to help you as well in your life, uh, create a life that you deserve so you can really manifest relationships that are synergistic, connecting, and ultimately not clashing. Because when we have negative core beliefs, it's very difficult to connect with others because we are always going to be tripped up. These core beliefs are going to be brought to light. And ultimately, we feel other people are responsible for fixing our core beliefs. But no one is, and no one can. You have to heal your own wounds, your own core beliefs, and ultimately paradigm shift in healthier ways of thinking. So I hope this resonates with you. Please do like and share this podcast if you you, uh, you found it beneficial. And um, until next time, all the best.